This episode of the OrthoBullets podcast will go over the topic of Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome from the pediatric section on orthobullets.com. Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome is a connective tissue disorder characterized by hyperelastic slash fragile skin, joint hypermobility and dislocation, generalized ligamentous laxity, poor wound healing, early onset arthritis, and additional features like soft tissue and bone fragility, soft tissue calcification, mitral valve prolapse, aortic root dilatation, developmental dysplasia of the hip, club foot, pes planus, scoliosis, high palate, and gastroparesis. The genetics of Ehlers-Danlos syndrome is related to the COL5A1 or COL5A2 mutation in 40 to 50% of patients. The gene for type 5 collagen is important in proper assembly of skin matrix collagen fibrils and basement membrane. We'll go over some less common mutations that have been identified in a moment. Now let's go over the classification of Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, and the two to know include the Berlin classification and the Villafranche classification. The Berlin classification from 1988 has been revised and is divided into 11 types. Type 2 and type 3 are the most common and least disabling. The Villafranche classification from 1988 is divided into 8 types. The classical type can be type 1, which is Gravis, and type 2, which is Midas. The classical type corresponds to type 1 or Gravis and type 2 or Midas. This is autosomal dominant and is characterized by hyperextensible skin, widened atrophic scars, and joint hypermobility. This is secondary to the COL5A1 or COL5A2 mutation, which is for type 5 collagen and is co-expressed with type 1 collagen. Type 3 is known as the hypermobility type, is also autosomal dominant, and is characterized by large and small joint hypermobility, recurrent joint subluxation slash dislocations, velvety soft skin, chronic pain, and scoliosis. Type 3 has an unknown mutation. Type 4, or the vascular type, is also autosomal dominant and is rarely autosomal recessive. This type is characterized by translucent skin, arterial-slash-intestinal-slash-uterine fragility and spontaneous rupture, extensive bruising, and this is secondary to the COL3A1 mutation, which manifests as abnormal type 3 collagen. Type 6, or the ocular scoliotic type, is related to kyphoscoliosis and is autosomal recessive as far as genetics. It's associated with severe hypotonia at birth, generalized joint laxity, progressive infantile scoliosis, and keep in mind that scleral fragility may lead to globe rupture. Type 6 Ehlers-Danlos syndrome is secondary to a mutation in the PLOD gene, and this causes a lysyl hydroxylase deficiency, which is an enzyme important in collagen cross-linking. Type 7A and type 7B are known as the atherocolasis type, and this is associated with an autosomal dominant inheritance pattern and is characterized by bilateral congenital hip dislocation, severe joint hypermobility, and skin hyperextensibility. This is specifically caused by a deletion of type 1 collagen exons encoding the N-terminal end of COL1A1 or COL1A2. And finally, type 8C is the dermatosporaxis type and is autosomal recessive. This is characterized by severe skin fragility and substantial bruising, sagging, or redundant skin. This type is specifically related to a mutation in the ADAMS-TS2 gene and corresponds to a type 1 procollagen N-terminal peptidase deficiency. As far as the presentation of Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, patients have symptoms of double-jointedness, easily damaged, bruised, and stretchy skin, easy scarring and poor wound healing, 
increased joint mobility, joint popping, and early arthritis, especially the shoulders, patellae, and ankles. And finally, chronic musculoskeletal pain in 50% of patients. On physical exam, a score of 5 or more on the 9-point Baton-Horan scale defines joint hypermobility. However, this threshold varies in the literature. Passive hyperextension of each small finger greater than 90 degrees gives you one point each. Passive abduction of each thumb to the surface of the forearm also gives you one point each. Hyperextension of each knee greater than 10 degrees gives you one point each. Hyperextension of each elbow greater than 10 degrees gives you one point each. And forward flexion of the trunk with the palms on the floor and knees fully extended gives you one point. As far as imaging, radiographs should be taken to look for joint dislocations slash subluxations, as well as kyphoscoliosis. Keep in mind that cardiac evaluation with an echocardiogram is mandatory in the workup of these patients, as up to one-third of patients have aortic root dilatation. As far as other labs for Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, this is technically diagnosed by collagen typing of a skin biopsy. Treatment of Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome can be non-operative or operative. Non-operative management includes physical therapy, orthotics, and supportive measures for pain as the mainstay of therapy. Operative options can include arthrodesis and posterior spinal fusion. And arthrodesis is indicated for joints that are recalcitrant to non-operative management. As far as the technique, soft tissue procedures are unlikely successful in hypermobile joints. Keep in mind that soft tissue procedures are unlikely successful in hypermobile joints. A posterior spinal fusion is indicated for progressive scoliosis, which is most common in the kyphoscoliosis type. As far as the technique, keep in mind that longer fusions are needed to prevent junctional problems. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. The first question reads, for which of the following conditions would a physician use the baton horan scale during the physical examination of a patient? And the choices are 1. Cerebral palsy, 2. Ehlers-Danlos, 3. Myelodysplasia, 4. Arthrogryposis, and 5. Nice dysplasia. The correct answer to this question is 2. Ehlers-Danlos. So if you have good situational awareness and know that we're reviewing questions about Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, you should have gotten this question correctly. But the Baton-Horan scale is used to evaluate patients with joint laxity and Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. To quickly review, the Baton-Horan scale has five criteria that are scored on a scale from 0 to 9, with a higher score representing greater generalized joint hypermobility. A score of greater than 3 indicates generalized joint hypermobility. However, there is no universal agreement on a threshold for this score, and some researchers use a Baton scale score of 5 out of 9, other researchers use a score of 6 out of 9, and still others use a modified score of 3 out of 9. Elements that are included in the physical exam include hyperextension of the fifth MCP joint, apposition of the thumb, hyperextension of the elbow and the knee, and forward flexion of the trunk. The Baton test has a high intra- and inter-rater reliability and reproducibility. Wolf et al. reviewed the impact of joint laxity and hypermobility on the musculoskeletal system. They discussed that orthopedic surgeons should be familiar and comfortable with the treatment of patients with hypermobility as they frequently present with orthopedic complaints such as shoulder and patella instability. Additionally, they discussed that treatment is usually best suited through a proprioceptive and strengthening program. Baton and Horan reviewed the orthopedic manifestations of Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, and they find that the occurrence of joint dislocations and the incidence of osteoarthritis is directly related to the degree of hypermobility. 
And moving on to the final question, which of the following are findings not associated with Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome? And the choices are one, superior lens dislocation of the eye, two, joint hypermobility, three, skin hyperelasticity, four, pathologic defect of collagen, and five, poor wound healing. The correct answer to this question is one, superior lens dislocation of the eye. So superior lens dislocation of the eye is associated with Marfan syndrome, not Ehlers-Danlos. Keep in mind that inferior lens dislocation is associated with homocystinuria. Ehlers-Danlos consists of a spectrum of collagen abnormalities resulting in findings including but not limited to generalized ligamentous laxity, joint hypermobility, poor wound healing, pes planus, vascular defects, high palates, gastroparesis, and mitral valve prolapse. The most common subtypes result from a genetic mutation resulting in a reduced amount of type 5 collagen available for collagen fibrillogenesis. Raff et al. review the different disorders that are associated with generalized ligamentous laxity and their underlying pathologic defects. Included are Ehlers-Danlos, osteogenesis imperfecta, Marfan syndrome, and Larsen syndrome. That's all for this review of Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session by OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on orthobullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the OrthoBullets website while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from the OrthoBullets podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow.